Join us at the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies. Hey, everyone, I'm your host, Anonymous Number One. And I'm your host, Anonymous Number Two. Before we get started, make sure you follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Movies Podcast to stay updated on future episodes and for a chance to interact with us. Exactly. And if any of you are new listeners here, Anonymous One and I release two new episodes each week. Thursdays are dedicated to Thriller Thursday, where we review our favorite and least favorite thrillers. And Sunday, we alternate between Spooky Sunday, which is all about horror movies, and Sunday Fun Day, where we talk about our life experiences. So make sure you don't miss an episode. And also, don't forget to stick around till the very end if you want to hear our funny bloopers. Yes, definitely stay tuned for those. So if you are one of our lovely returning listeners, then you know that today is another spooky Sunday episode. Okay. around. 
in the and day. so early on too. Literally so early. It's like you're literally so shocked. It's just devastating. So after this situation, a year ends up passing by and the family appears to live in a large house in the countryside. At this point in time, the mom is actually pregnant again while the father is desperately trying to manufacture a radio system to contact other people because at this point they haven't seen anyone else for so long. On top of this, the dad is also trying to make a hearing aid for his daughter, but it doesn't really seem to be working. Even after the year has passed, the daughter still feels extremely guilty for what happened to her youngest brother. Her dad is very standoffish with her, and it is kind of apparent that she feels like he blames her for it. So over the next little while, we see how the family lives in this post-apocalyptic world. So one day, the dad takes the older son on a walk to the lake to go fishing, and while they're sitting by the water, the dad speaks completely normal. At first, the son is super worried because he thinks the aliens will hear them, but the dad reassures him that the aliens can't hear them over a sound that's louder than them. So in this case, it's the waterfall exactly. and the sound of water. Yeah. The son also opens up to the dad about the sister and how the dad should show her more love because she feels so guilty about her little brother's death. So while the two of them are still out, the mom is actually back at home and she suddenly goes into labor. So she hurries to the basement to turn on the lights around the house to warn her husband and her son that she is in labor because they basically had this like whole thing already planned ahead just in case a situation like that was gonna come up. Exactly. And also at this point, I think the daughter is out at the graveyard or like the memorial for the yeah. brother. So she's not even home. Yeah, she's like all by herself, the mom. Exactly. So when she turns on the lights outside, the lights go red, which is like code for emergency. And then when she walks back upstairs from the basement, she suddenly steps on a nail on the staircase oh and shatters a glass. She looks up the stairs and is horrified to see the alien is already in the house after it has heard the glass breaking. Exactly, which is literally so suspenseful. That scene is like crazy. Oh my god. It's my favorite. Imagine you're literally in labor and you're trying to like hold it together and like not scream. Like Terrifying. Yeah. So the dad and the son end up coming home later that night and see the red lights flashing outside and they know that the mom is in labor and that they need to initiate their plan to distract the alien so that the mom can give birth. The mom quickly hurries up the stairs to the bathroom to sit in the tub to give birth. And basically, just as she's about to let out a scream while pushing out the baby, the son sets off a rocket in the middle of the field, and the aliens flee the house so she's able to scream. That scene is literally my favorite scene ever. It's literally so crazy because you can see in her face she's about to give up and literally scream. It's insane. Like, it's insane. And then right when she screams, the rocket goes off so the aliens don't hear her. Exactly. Like, it's the most suspenseful scene ever. I literally had, like, shivers and goosebumps. Same. Same. So the dad soon comes inside where he finds the mom in the shower with the new baby. He basically takes the mom and the baby to the basement where he puts an oxygen tank on the baby's mouth and puts him inside of a box so that the aliens don't hear his cries. Which is honestly so smart that he came up with this plan to it's like build so that for smart. the baby. Because obviously a baby's gonna cry and you can't yeah, just tell it exactly. not to cry. Exactly. And it's so smart that he 
So while the brother and the sister are still outside, the mom tells the dad that he needs to go out to find them ASAP. So the movie pans to the kids outside who are sitting on top of a silo and the brother ends up falling inside and lands on a pile of seeds. The sister jumps right after him. So of course the aliens hear this noise and follow the noise to the silo. Exactly. So finally the kids are able to escape from the silo and reunite with their dad when suddenly an alien jumps out out of nowhere. So the kids run to a car nearby to take cover but the alien chases after them and starts jumping on the car to kill them. Also the next part we're going to be discussing is a big spoiler in the movie so if you don't want to hear it make sure you skip to our likes and dislikes. So of course when the dad sees the kids are in danger and he knows he must protect them at all costs, he actually ends up sacrificing himself to save the kids. And before he does this, he signs to the daughter that he loves her, which is actually validating to her that he doesn't blame her for the younger son's death. And he yells as loud as he can so the alien attacks him instead of the kids, which is literally Alright, so now that we got our voice back, we decided that for the rest of the episode, we're just going to talk in our normal voice so we can kind of give you our likes and dislikes, our exactly. rating, and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And let me just tell you, it's actually a lot harder to whisper than you would think. I literally like couldn't <laughs> breathe because I'm like, when you're whispering, you're kind of like exhaling into the mic and whatever and so it re weirdly like messed with my breathing so. i know and like you want to like make sure you articulate so everybody exactly. can understand and i also feel like we have such loud voices you've probably oh, noticed yeah, by 100%. now um but our whisper is literally like so loud it's like a screaming whisper <laughs> you know? but you know what it was still so fun so like was, i'm so happy really we fun. did that for this episode yeah let us know if you like it and if maybe you yeah. want to see more like asmr episodes exactly. in the future anyways anonymous to you what did you like about this movie 
yeah of course so i guess i'll take it away with my likes as you said and there's honestly so much to love about this movie i'm sure if any of you listeners have seen this movie before then you know just what we're talking about there's so many amazing things about this film Mm -hmm. so i guess just to start things out the first thing that i loved about this movie is the originality of the plot and i'm sure you guys are sick and tired of hearing us say the originality (laughs) but honestly like i'll kind of explain where i'm coming from so when you typically watch a post post-apocalyptic movie I feel Mm -hmm. like they're all pretty much like they follow like a similar path and not to say that that's a bad thing because there's so many amazing post-apocalyptic movies like World War Z, Train to Busan and like a bunch of other ones Mm -hmm. but for me this movie almost topped them because I just found the concept to be so unique and interesting so the first thing I want to mention is I thought it was so unique because obviously in this movie they did such a different take on it by making making the aliens blind so that they had to hunt on sound and so essentially this was like the first movie I've ever seen Mm -hmm. where it was pretty much silent the whole film and they basically like we had mentioned use sign language a lot to communicate throughout the film which one I think is amazing because I feel like it gives recognition to the deaf community which I feel like is not done in a lot of films so I think Mm -hmm. kudos to them I feel like that was so original and so amazing that they added that aspect into the movie agreed and two I also thought that this post-apocalyptic genre was also super unique because because like we mentioned this movie only follows one family I feel like in a lot of other apocalyptic type movies it's kind of like shows the entire city and shows how like the aliens or the creatures are like destructing the city and it follows like yes it will follow like one specific family or like one person but there's like so many people around like going crazy being like what's happening Mm -hmm. but this movie I feel like made it so easy to connect with this family in fact probably connect with them more than you would in like a traditional movie agree like this genre because it was literally all about them they pretty much yeah i think in the in this movie they saw one other family when the dad and the son were coming back from the lake um obviously we're not gonna like talk about every detail in the movie but other than that they were pretty much all by themselves and i feel like this was just such a unique take and just took this post-apocalyptic genre to the next level so that was definitely something i really appreciated about this film and then like I said there's so many things that I loved about this movie but I feel like I'll just keep it short and sweet and just go into the final thing that I really loved about this movie and that is the fact that John Krasinski and Emily Blunt who are the mom and the dad in the movie are actually married in real life I love that now oh it was just it's honestly so perfect for the movie and I think the director's choice of making them husband and wife in this movie was so smart because you can feel the emotion so much more in this movie because when the mom finds out that the dad dies she obviously starts bawling her eyes out and it's that much more believable because you can just imagine that in the movie while she's acting out the scene she's probably thinking about that being her actual husband and like what happened if he were to pass away and like I feel like you just could feel this raw sense of emotion throughout the movie because their characters are actually married in real life so I thought this was so well done yeah and also fun fact that you mentioned the director's actually John Krasinski himself what? I just looked it up oh yeah. my god yeah why do I I feel like I knew that but totally forgot I, about I, that I knew that too but then when you mentioned it, I was like wait I think they just casted yeah. well I mean I guess maybe he like had a say in it. well obviously he had yeah, a yeah, say yeah. in it <laughs> but like do you know what I mean yeah it's actually like, like, I really think that's cool. so, I think honestly 
I think that's so special that he would cast his wife. I and that, like, Obviously, he probably would if he's the one directing it. But I totally forgot that. So I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like that even is just like it's so just very crazy like wholesome, to think, you know. Yeah, it's wholesome. It is wholesome, and it's just crazy to think that like he's an actor himself, but here he is like directing like such an amazing movie. Incredible, like exactly. that's insane. And that honestly, I feel like gives it more credit because like it's not like he's not a you know well-known director. He's a well-known actor. Exactly. So I feel like that even makes it even better. So what about you, anonymous? one what were your main likes in this movie so first of all i just want to say that when i first watched this movie i was so surprised at how much i actually loved it even though it's like a silent horror movie mm-hmm. and i was just so pleasantly surprised and just so happy that i really liked it because i feel like movies that good don't really come around that often mm-hmm. so sure. you know like there's a lot of like really bad horror and thriller movies out there mm-hmm. so just for this movie to be that good it was was just so incredible and as you probably already know me and anonymous do have pretty similar likes so mm. i also loved the acting and i thought it was so believable and so cool because john and emily are obviously married in real life and i thought that that was i know i called them by their first name like i know them i don't <laughs> um, but anyways and i feel like it was really believable like and i almost feel like when you're watching it you feel like you're part of mm-hmm. their family yeah. and anonymous 2 did bring up a really good point about how usually a post-apocalyptic movies like you usually will see all the like pre stuff Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then this movie was actually like centered around how they adapted to life after the events actually happened so i just thought that was really cool and i also loved how original the plot is i know you probably hate when we say (laughs) that now but honestly it's just so like original and different like nothing like that i feel like has really been Mm -hmm. made or like at least not like as good and i also feel like because the plot was so original it really did contribute to the suspense of the movie in general like when they had to be quiet and stuff throughout the movie and you would think that like you know a silent horror film might not be like that scary or like spooky or like Mm -hmm. suspenseful but like it was just very very suspenseful like i'm telling you this scene where she gives birth it honestly like might be my all-time favorite like movie Mm -hmm. scene Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it's just so insane like every time i think about it it gives me literally the goosebumps and it's just it's so well filmed and you feel like you're so on the edge of your seat like i was literally like jumping on the couch being like oh my god oh my god oh my god you know also another thing i appreciated about this movie is the fact that it was really unpredictable that you know the dad would sacrifice himself like i can predict movies really easily and i literally never saw that coming in a million years until it was literally like about to happen obviously Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's just something that is so emotional as a viewer because you do connect with a character so much and you know the scene is extremely sad and devastating but I just thought that it was so well done for the movie and it's something that you definitely don't expect it's not one of those movies that's like all like all happy ending and it's all good like Mm -hmm. it's it definitely has a very like bittersweet ending Mm -hmm. agreed and exactly. I don't know, there's honestly just so many great, amazing things to love about this movie. And I feel like so if many. I literally sat here for five hours, I probably would tell you all about them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we don't have the luxury to have like that <laughs> long of an episode. Oh my gosh, can you imagine the editing? Like No, crazy. the editing. And I feel like people would be like, okay, bye. I'm sorry, I don't want to listen to you for that long. <laughs> so overall, it's an amazing movie. Highly recommend it. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, those are our, I would say probably like our top or like yeah. main likes. But there's definitely but there's so like many more. a lot more to go yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah. 
All right, so now we're going to be moving on to our dislike section. And believe us, we do not have very many dislikes about this movie. So honestly, we were doing a lot of thinking about our dislikes. And we pretty much have only one dislike. It's not really even a dislike. It's more of just like, oh, we would have maybe wanted to see this happen. But we kind of both agreed on the same thing. So we're just kind of going to merge our dislikes together in this episode. So with that being said, literally the only thing we would not even change about this movie, but would like to... To have seen mm-hmm. would be maybe at the beginning of the movie if maybe there was a scene that kind of showed how the aliens invaded earth and what that looked like on the first day like i kind of like to see like a glimpse of like the normal the past, life and like how yeah. that can just change so, so quickly, quickly. Mm-hmm. and how like the the aliens just invaded and like how everything went crazy and then after that they could have done like the flash forward to when they were like walking in the deserted town like i just yeah. feel like that would have made it even though it was already a really effective movie i feel like that would have just made it like that much more effective and like over the top like crazy but again it's just a very like small little critique exactly and it honestly doesn't even affect the movie that much at least for me personally it's definitely more of a thing like after i finished watching it i was Mm -hmm. more like oh like i really wonder how this all happened like what was the backstory but you know what i think that's actually why they're literally just about to come out with a quiet place Mm too and i think this is where they're supposed to be like explaining the backstory (sighs) I think I think so because I think I remember in the trailer she's like driving and there's like aliens all over and people are freaking out so I think it may be like maybe like a backstory you know what that would be so cool but that would be sick if that was it because I honestly feel like it's really hard to top the first movie in the sense of like we've already seen like the whole movie be like quiet and we've seen that aspect of it Mm -hmm. so I feel like for the sequel they should really like play on the other aspect like you said and like show the backstory and show how they're speaking now and and like what is there like a twist or anything and i feel like it would be like so cool to literally go from the first movie to the second movie and like make Mm -hmm. it go even like backwards like a backwards sequel i think that's like a really cool idea i'm so excited for the sequel yeah i mean i think that's what's gonna happen don't quote me on it though but like i think but i guess in general even if if that's not gonna happen i'm still so still so excited exactly let us know if you want us to review it yes I think it's coming out soon anyways. I think it's literally coming out like end of May. Don't really oh know for sure God, because of so obviously excited. like COVID. True. And I don't think it's supposed to release on Netflix. And like I think it's like yeah, a movie theater release. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Or you I have to probably like rent it for like 20 yeah, bucks yeah, or something exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, so now we're going to be moving on to our rating section where we rate the movie out of 10. So I guess just before we start, we're going to quickly look at Rotten Tomatoes rating. And yes, <laughs> like it's it's literally amazing this time. It's a 96%. Like, thank you. Yes, we applaud yeah. you. We love you yes, today. Queen. No, be- <laughs> Yes, queen. Um, we, we have no beef with you today. 96 is on point. Yeah, it's so good. All right, so moving on to our actual personal ratings. I guess I'll start things off from Anonymous 2 here. Honestly, I am going to rate this movie a solid 9.5 out of 10, which is honestly amazing. This movie is honestly almost flawless. So it definitely was one of those movies where when I first watched it, I literally did not want it to end at all. Like I literally Mm -hmm. was in the movie theater being like, oh my gosh, no, I want there to be 20 more minutes, 30 more minutes. Like I just didn't want it to 
to end. I was so attached to it. And it was also just a really cool twist on a post-apocalyptic movie. Like I said, I feel like in most movies of this genre, there's always a huge crowd of people with creatures terrorizing a big city. And honestly, I just loved how this movie focused on one family's struggles so that we can kind of connect to the family more that way. Also, the ending with the dad sacrificing himself literally made me ball my eyes out, which mm -hmm. is always a good indicator that i loved the movie and connected with the characters i feel like when yeah. i do cry in a movie it means i love that movie because i like connected with the cast so much i like feel that for movie, sure you know and honestly like i said the only reason this movie is not a 10 out of 10 is just because i would have liked to just you know maybe seen a backstory of how the aliens invaded earth but like i said that's super nitpicky and honestly i would a thousand percent recommend this movie to anyone that wanted a really unique mm -hmm. fun horror movie that you really have a chance to connect with the main characters so for sure definitely would recommend this to literally anyone that loves this genre i totally agree with you honestly so highly recommended i totally recommend it to honestly anybody so for my rating and this is anonymous one i'm gonna be giving this movie a 10 out of 10 Woo. love that why do i feel like we need to start having like um like a cheering like noise effect when like we like cute, say a 10 like out of 10 thing. you know what i mean or like I know, a ring like a alarm or something i know like something cute maybe i can look it up and yes find future something. episodes exactly so i feel like for this movie honestly why it gets a 10 out of 10 for me is because i feel like it's one of those movies i can literally keep re-watching and it's not like i'm like bored or like even though you know everything it's one of those movies that just it's almost like timeless in a way because it's so unique and different and i feel like you connect with the characters so much in this movie like i love emily blunt as an actress so i feel like it was just so cool mm -hmm. to see her as the mom and then on top of that her husband as john krasinski and the kids like everybody played absolutely unbelievable mm -hmm. and like i said honestly the acting the plot and the execution are all amazing and i feel like it's so hard for a movie to get all of those three perfect and i feel like this movie really did get it you know like really up there and i also feel like this film also really does appeal to so many different audiences like it's not just for like you know like intermediate advanced or like beginners it's literally for anybody like we talked about this movie in our top five horror movies for beginners and mm -hmm. it's a great movie for beginners because it's not too scary because it's more like sci-fi but it definitely has a lot of horror elements to it and it's also great if you're like advanced in the, in the horror slash thriller genre and you want something just like unique and cool and somewhere where you can really connect with the characters and the plot and if you like sci-fi post-apocalyptic type movies then you will definitely love this one yeah so i think that's why i stand by a 10 out of 10 and honestly i feel like this movie definitely deserves it All right, so now we're going to be moving on to our personal question of the episode where you ask us a question on our Instagram and we make sure to answer it. So today's question is, would you rather text or call? Honestly, I feel like this question we can answer pretty quick. There's not much we can go in depth on this particular question, but I guess I'll start things off from Anonymous 2 here. I would definitely say, oh, it's really weird. I'm kind of conflicted. I feel like I know what you're going to say, but for me, I don't know. 
it's like I have this weird like phone anxiety kind of thing. I guess maybe this won't be as freaking short as I thought it was gonna be, but I'll try to sum it up really quickly. I'll try to sum it up quick. But pretty much I have like kind of like phone anxiety, like call anxiety or like FaceTime anxiety with like certain people. Like because I just get like kind of like awkward sometimes. So it's only a select few people mm-hmm. I can actually FaceTime. Like literally, anonymous one's like the literal only person I FaceTime because like it's not awkward and like we just talk about whatever and it's fine and like yeah. calling's the same way. Aww. But I'm typically I I know literally but typically I'm a texter I know that sounds so bad and I know it's like honestly if I could choose it would, it would be face to face I love like face to face a hundred percent yeah but for some reason when it's online like over the phone I'm definitely a texter like more than a FaceTime mm-hmm. caller I don't know what it is but yeah what about you anonymous one okay honestly for me like anonymous two said a hundred percent I would way rather like face to face yeah but obviously if I had to pick for me it's honestly so weird well actually it's not I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this but when I try to let's say like ask like my friend or like mm-hmm. my mom or something and like sometimes it takes so long to like type it out and then i get so like antsy and impatient i usually just will like call (laughs) but like it depends like to who like i was gonna say that i think you're definitely more of a caller but i feel like i'm definitely more of a caller to like say something or explain something Mm -hmm. but like for the most part i usually say like i would like text somebody yeah yeah and it honestly just depends it depends on like yeah i'm definitely not one of those people i get i'm sorry but i hate people who never text it's like (sighs) you literally got a phone for a reason please respond to me bro anonymous one and i literally respond to each other in like a second it's literally a second be having like a conversation like that like particular time but, no like, yeah if we yeah. just like message each other it's like literally like maybe maximum like two minutes like, exactly i don't know i was always taught to like if like there's ever an emergency like yeah. you need to like answer your phone yeah. so i just yeah. i don't know i always like keep it on my phone but cool. i feel like i'm kind of in between calling in between texting like i definitely mm-hmm. don't mind calling and i prefer it sometimes mm-hmm. to like you know make plans like let's say with like yeah, my yeah. boyfriend or something like that or like with my mom and then it's just like quicker and easier mm-hmm, to like figure mm-hmm. out dinner and stuff like that mm-hmm. but if it's like casual fun little text yeah like love that too so i feel like i'm a definitely in between yeah, person mix mix of both yeah but anyways it's now time for our shout out where we give one shout out to one of our lucky followers so today's shout out goes to let's get cozy pod Thank you so much for following and supporting us. And as always, we really appreciate it. Now, if you want a shout out in the next episode, make sure you're following us on our Insta. Now that wraps it up for another Spooky Sunday episode. We hope that you all enjoyed. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast to stay interacted with us, updated with us, ask us a personal question, and even for a chance to get a shout out. Exactly. And like we always say in each episode, if you liked us, if you liked this episode, make sure you leave a review and give us a five-star rating. And also, don't forget to stick around till the very end because our bloopers are literally right around the corner. They're coming right up. So with all of that being said, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll see you next time at the movies. How am I going to whisper? I actually don't know how to whisper. It's not going to be able to like, God, this bitch. I knew you were going to laugh. I just knew. I just knew it was the vibe. Why, why, why does it? (laughs) No way. I feel like it like hurts to whisper a lot. You know what I mean? Like it not hurts, but it's like hard. It's like it actually <gasps> is. Oh my god! I'm gonna need a lot of water because I feel like it like makes me like breathe. Oh my god! Oh my god! Same. So if you are, oh my god, this is going to be <laughs> awesome. It's actually really hard. It's actually really hard. <laughs>
Oh my god, I literally am gonna pee. This is gonna okay. take so long. <laughs> Emma Blunt. Mil Emma, Emma oh. Blunt. <laughs> oh my god. It literally sounds like aliens speaking. <laughs> sounds like a fucking ghost. <laughs> In this post, a cop. A cop. A cop. <laughs> and I. And I. And I. And I. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>